Chapter 2 The summer night was brightly lit, even if it was still young. Someone in Cheyenne had gotten a real buy on Edison bulbs. Stringer put the pathetic protests of poor old Tom Horn aside as he followed the jam-packed Main Street toward the fairgrounds. He smiled thinly as he regarded the whopping wonder of modern electrical science they'd strung high across the street ahead. For while all those winking dots of white light were no doubt meant to spell out Powder River and Let Her Buck, some prankster with a tolerable aim had shot out some of the bulbs forming the B to turn it into an F, but none of the gals promenading at this hour let on they noticed. Stringer noticed most of the gals were dressed like the modern Gibson girl even if the fair was supposed to be the Cheyenne of at least a generation ago. Some of the men made up for it by wearing outfits the late James Butler Hickok would have found a mite old-fashioned the day he died in 76. Stringer figured about half the men he passed had some notion which end of a horse was which. It took practice to walk natural in high heels and spurs. It was safe to assume that even when a man managed to walk cow, he still had to be a banker or at least a well-paid clerk when he came swaggering down the walk in beaded white buckskins or white angora chaps. For no working hand could afford the regular dry cleaning, and the smell of mothballs coming from a passing 49er was an even more obvious giveaway. But as Stringer got closer to the fairgrounds, the crowd began to thin and give way to the real thing, for they were only putting on shows by daylight, so anyone working or hanging about after dark tended to take the cattle industry a mite more serious. You didn't need a ticket to pass through the unguarded gate after dark. The bleachers and most of the tan bark patch the size of a football field were barely visible by moonlight, of course. But down at the chute end, Stringer saw that, sure enough, a modest crowd was assembled under a string of overhead bulbs. Most of them seemed to be just perched on rails, but something was going on in one of the chutes so Stringer sauntered closer to see what was up. As he drew closer to the light, a voice he sincerely hoped was not as familiar as it sounded called out, Hey, ain't you good old Stu McHale from Calaveras County? Without waiting for an answer, it added, There goes your prize money, boys, for with two California riders in the contest, the rest of you is doomed. Stringer was close enough now to see there was just no way of avoiding the fact. It was old Swede Larson, off the tumbled T-bar axe just down the other side of Angel's camp. The big blonde moose was one of those jovial bully boys a man just never knew whether he was supposed to laugh at or to punch. 